Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Jared Saltalamacchia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Thanks, uh, everybody. Appreciate you being here. Um, sorry for the impromptu uh, gathering uh, pregame, right before a game, <clears throat> but we wanted to make sure we were here and, uh, and accountable to you with the major news from today. I've got some opening remarks that I'd like to start with, and then I'll open it up for any questions. Um, obviously, as you've now uh, heard today, we announced a significant change uh, to the leadership of our baseball operation. The decision was not made lightly or easily, particularly given the deep respect we have for Hyam's character and for the professionalism and integrity that he has brought to our organization over the past four years. We all know where we are in the standings. It's a painful reality that fans feel as deeply as we do. Our fans deserve a winning, competitive team that consistently plays postseason baseball. Hyam worked tirelessly to achieve that goal. He is trustworthy, principled, and he's one of the kindest people that I've ever worked with. Today's decision is by no means a reflection of Hyam Bloom's character, which is truly exemplary in every single way. The results that we expect as an organization have not been there, and we felt it was time for new leadership to help chart a different path forward. In the coming days, we will run a vigorous and thorough process to identify new baseball leadership that will get us back to being a championship caliber club year in and year out. As our search gets underway for the new baseball operations leadership, the department will be overseen under the direction of Brian O'Halloran, our three assistant general managers, Eddie Romero, Raquel Ferreira, and Michael Groupman. 
I can assure you we are in very good hands during this transition. In the coming days and weeks, we will all devote our collective energy to finding new leadership. And now I'll open it up for any questions. I think consistent with what we've um, been saying all along this year, uh, we expected a team that would be in this thing um, and a postseason contender. Uh, and unfortunately, we all know we fell short of that. It's an old cliche, you know, we are in the results business, so results ultimately always matter. Yeah, I think it's not appropriate to sort of go back um, several months and analyze what went wrong. We've done a lot of that um, internally, so um, I think it's important that we just look forward now. Um, I think there's been a lot of criticism about, uh, about the decisiveness of the organization, kind of the ambition in terms of the uh, player acquisition from outside of the organization. Uh, do you feel like the Red Sox have been aiming high enough in terms of the players you guys have targeted from outside the organization? And how do you see that changing at all? We're aiming for World Series championships. Um, that's it. That's the aim. That's the goal. That's why we're here. We're here to win championships. Our fans deserve World Series championships. Uh, as many as we can possibly win um, while we're here, we are not going to waste this opportunity. We're here to win, and we're here to be competitive, and that's what the Boston Red Sox are all about. This has been a new era of winning these past two decades, and that's why we're here. We've fallen short the last two years. We recognize that. Um, but the goal, the commitment, uh, has never wavered once, um, and we're here. We're here to win. So when you talk about that passion and wanting to win, um, how much does it factor in that you know you have other fan bases come and take over Fenway Park? You have you know dollar seats available. Like how it's been the business side of that, and, the pa and also just the passion of the fan base of not letting it get to, to apathy. Look, like I said, we, we, need to, we need to be competitive. We need to be playing for a postseason spot, playing meaningful games in September, and playing baseball in October. Those are the expectations. Um, and we're, we're going to not rest until we're back at that stage. We, we own this. Look, there's, this is a really painful day um, for a lot of reasons, especially the personal side of it. Um, and there's blame to go around. There's blame on, on me, our, our ownership. There's blame uh, for that on-field staff deserves blame. I'm sure some of the players would say they haven't performed up to expectations. Um, we all fell short of our collective goal, so there's a lot of blame to go around. Um, it's a really tough business. We felt we needed to make significant change uh, with these two positions, and that w that's what we've done. That's, um, 
A great question with probably a really long answer. I just say there's been many areas where uh, where we've fallen short at, at the big league level. Um, obviously, we've seen our defense, we've seen pitching struggle. Um, so there's just a lot of areas where we need to improve. Um, the good news is, as we as we look forward, I think we have gotten glimpses of this emerging new core of the Boston Red Sox. Um, and you guys know I'm an eternal optimist. Um, and as we as we go forward, I think there's a lot of great things to build on here. Uh, but we owe it to our fans to be decisive, aggressive, um, and clear about the mandate, which is to get back to playing baseball in October. You know, I don't want to go back and um, uh, rehash internal conversations. I just want to, I just want to thank Hyam Bloom for his uh, contributions to this front office. He'll leave a, uh, a a great indelible mark on this. He's he's got a lot of friends inside our offices in that clubhouse. Um, so I want to thank him. Um, but we felt the change was necessary, and so we made that change. Yeah, I, I think we've always been consistent that trying to build, um, build that farm system, uh, but win at the major league level has always been a priority. Um, and obviously, the last two seasons, we haven't been there, so change was made. I think that speaks to just um, what a what a fantastic job Hyam and his team have done with respect to building our baseball infrastructure. Um, you mentioned the minor the improvement in the minor league system from a bottom five to a top five. I know there's different different reports um, that have us different levels, but that will absolutely be a legacy of Hyam Bloom. Uh, it will, there will also be his legacy in Tampa, where he was for a decade and a half. It's one of the most well-respected um, baseball executives uh, you, you'll ever find. So he has a great legacy, um, and I think he'll have an incredibly bright future uh, ahead, and, and we wish him well. You know, it's um, it, it's very early days to be talking about specifics when it comes to um, a candidate. At the end of the day, uh, we need leadership. These are these are big operations, so um, we need leadership that can help continue to build the organization from the bottom up, continue to promote and expand processes, uh, procedures, medical analytics. Um, keeping up with this ever-changing game um, and leadership that is focused on um, winning at the big league level. So it's, um, it's something we've all been, been trying to do the last uh, several years, and uh, that will be the mandate going forward.
You know, I, I think um, a lot gets made of individual uh, baseball executives' sort of philosophy and, and how they think about the game. Uh, I would just say that we're committed to bringing in the, the next uh, group of leadership uh, to, take us, to take us back to where we belong. Uh, we haven't made any um, determinations. We have uh, no um, uh, we have no plans with respect to filling these uh, these two roles. Um, we may we may fill these two roles with one individual. We may um, uh, find he or she who who wants to lead the organization. Um, could be a general manager. Could be president of baseball operations. What we'll have to see today. Um, is about thanking um, thanking our our leadership that it really worked their their tails off and um, announcing the change to you guys. What are your intentions when it comes to the Alex Cora coaching staff and how baseball ops will be structured around this individual? They have the ability to make those decisions, or do you want to make decisions? Yeah, look, there's um, there's a lot that has to improve, and that includes our on-field staff. Um, so uh, the, the baseball operations leadership will come in with a with, with a mandate to to run the department, all aspects of the department. Um, John Henry and Tom Werner and I met with Haim this morning. I do, yeah, I do. Um, you know, but again, this today is about. Um, Today is about a change in the front office. Sam, given the, you know, your previous three heads of baseball operations have kind of, uh, you, you fired them after you know, about four years, do you feel that as an ownership group, you have to change how you approach hiring um, a person to, to lead the organization, given there's been a significant amount of turnover in, in that span? Yeah, look, <clears throat> what I would say is um, we and those of us in the ownership group myself included, um, share responsibility and blame, always. We're a team, we're an organization that, um, that works very collaboratively together. Um, in terms of making a change how we operate, um, I'd put our group up against anyone in Major League Baseball. So my answer to your question, I guess, is no. We, we're gonna keep doing the same thing, which is relentlessly chasing winning. And, chasing personnel and people in the front office that are going to put us uh, where we belong, and that's playing baseball in October. Sam, do you, can you rule out Theo Epstein coming back? <laughs> I appreciate the question. Um, I can rule out Theo Epstein um, as a candidate for uh, one of these two positions. I know there's, there's speculation, there's professional history, there's an even longer personal history. Um, but I can rule Theo Epstein out as a candidate for, um, for uh, uh, one of these positions. I'm not going to talk about uh, anything in terms of speculation with, with candidates, but um, we'll begin that, that process um, immediately. I do. I do. I anticipate a broader search, um, uh, one that frankly could take a while. Um, that's why we are, 
we are so blessed with Raquel and Eddie and BOH and group. Um, we have amazing men and women in this and individuals in this organization uh, leading us. And that's really important. Um, it is a team effort. We sat with our baseball operations department uh, before making this news public. And I just am always overwhelmed by the talent and, and that group. Um, so it's a hard day for them uh, as well. Uh, but we've got a great group in place to, to lead us in the interim during this search. In terms of like how you structure your position, you were bringing in a first time GM uh, without having an experience, you know, someone who has sat in that chair before, you know, there was no Phil Joy. Um, do you think that, you know, do you think that the, do you think that structurally this was, you know, it, you guys kind of positioned yourselves in the best way? Well, by definition, we didn't, um, we haven't had the success that we expect. So, um, I think it's fair to say that we would consider any structure uh, as we go forward, um, but we don't have a lot of preconceived notions about what that looks like uh, right now. And experience, you're also open-minded about whether or not you would hire a first-time GM again or whether or not you would look for someone. Yeah, very, very, very open-minded. Um, yeah, keeping options open. No. One of the main criticisms of last year or so, last offseason, this trade deadline was that people didn't feel the team was being aggressive enough in terms of signing free agents and making trades. Is that going to be something you approach differently, more aggressively this winter with the financial flexibility and the improved farm system? Yeah, we see ourselves as relentless and aggressive every single year. Um, I, I know there's been a lot of talk about a change in philosophy or pivoting, um, but from where I sit, uh, the commitment to continuing to invest at the highest levels of baseball operations uh, will continue, um, and that that will not change. The resources are there, um, thanks to our fans, period. Like this strictly a results decision where you're not where you want to be on September 14th or heading to the postseason, or do you look at specific areas Look, it, it's hard to say that um, it was not related to, to results um, because, again, that's what, that's what this is all about. Um, so I think that's fair. The uh, press really said that, <coughs> that uh, BUH was offered a new position in senior leadership. Is he kind of mulling that over? It didn't say whether he was taking it or not. Is he mulling that over? Or where, where is it? Yeah, we wanted to, um, to make sure that um, BOH knows exactly how we feel about him. Uh, this guy's got four World Series rings. Um, he's an incredible leader in our organization. Uh, so we did offer him a position, um, a different senior leadership role, which I'm very, very hopeful he will accept and help lead us go forward. Um, and, and we'll have more news on that at the appropriate time. But I, I also want to thank him in terms of how he handled today's conversation. So very, very hopeful, meaning like he, on the spot, he, was not, he did not give you an answer about whether I'm going to leave that discussion to keep that private. Is that like a special assistant? Not going to talk about that right now. How would you assess Haim's legacy here? Um, Haim is, uh, like I said, he, he's, he's got a great um, baseball uh, mind. 
He's incredibly um, smart, hardworking, honest, ethical. Um, and I think he did some incredible things uh, in our organization, especially in terms of our baseball infrastructure, and really appreciate his efforts. How do you feel the organization's alignment has been, like in terms of agreements, uh, agreement, disagreement about um, you know, both direction of the club and, uh, and how it's being put together? I think there's alignment around the ultimate goal, um, which is, like I said, playing baseball in October and winning World Series championships. How, how you get there, there's obviously going to be disagreement. Um, and... Uh, the best organizations challenge, push, question. So um, that goes on all the time here. Uh, but I believe there's alignment around what our ultimate goal is, what our North Star is. Our North Star is winning championships and it's playing baseball in October. Has been since the day we got here in February of 2002. Uh, and that will never change as long as this ownership group is in place, I assure you. You're very clear on that point, right? Like you've made it a number of times here. Do you feel like publicly that point had been clear enough in recent months, years? If, if it hasn't, uh, shame on me, shame on us, um, because that's, that's our North Star. Anyone else for Sam? Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team.